and tell you what's up out here in this world. And the people, I would advise you to get a pen and a pad. So for things that you do not believe or understand, you can write it down and check it yourself. The first thing we always start off on the show with the definition of mind control, or definition of any topic that we're discussing that's on hand in the evening, um, or even in the daytime shows. So mind control, also known as brainwashing, coercive persuasion, thought control, and thought or thought reform refers to an indoctrination process which results in an impairment of anatomy and inability to think independently and a disruption of beliefs and affiliations. In this context, brainwashing refers to the involuntary re-education of basic beliefs and values. The term has been applied to any tactic, psychological or otherwise, which can be seen as subverting an individual's sense of control over their own thinking, behavior, emotions, and decision-making. Excuse me. Theories of brainwashing and mind control were originally developed to explain how totalitarian regimes appeared to succeed systematically in indoctrinating prisoners of war through propaganda and torture techniques. These theories later expanded and modified by psychologists including Jean-Marie Abergrohl and Margaret Singer to explain a wider range of phenomena, especially conversations to new religious movements. A third-generation theory proposed by Ben Zablocki focused on the use of mind controls to retain members of the NRMs and cults. The suggestion that NRMs use mind control techniques has resulted in scientific and legal controversy. Understand that those are the new religious movements, NRMs. Now, to proceed down. The Korean War and Ideas of Brainwashing. Give me one second. Oxford... English Dictionary records its earliest known English language using a brainwashing in an article by newspaperman Edward Hunter in Miami News published on October 7, 1950. Hunter, said to be a CIA propagandist, wrote a series of books and articles on the theme of Chinese brainwashing, and the word brainwashing quickly became a stock phrase in Cold War headlines. The Chinese term, wash brain, was originally used to describe methodologies of coercive persuasion used under the Maoist government in China, which aimed to transform individuals with a reactionary, imperialist mindset into right-thinking members of the new Chinese social system. The term punned on the Taoist custom of clear cleansing, washing the heart and mind before conducting certain ceremonies or entering certain holy places. Now, Hunter and those who picked up Chinese term used it to explain why some American GI prisoners of war cooperated with Chinese captors, even if a few defecting to the enemy side. British radio operator Robert W. Ford and British Army Colonel James Kahn also claimed that the Chinese subjected them to brainwashing techniques during their war era imprisonment. Now, the U.S. military and government laid charges of brainwashing in an effort to undermine detailed confessions made by military personnel to war crimes, including biological warfare. After Chinese radio broadcast claimed to quote Frank Schwabel, chief of staff of the 1st Marine Air Wing, admitting to participating in germ warfare, United Nations Commander General Mark W. Clark asserted whether these statements ever passed the lips of these unfortunate men is doubtful. If they did, however, too familiar are the mind annihilating methods of those of communists in exhorting whatever words they want. The men themselves are not to blame, and they have my deepest sympathy. Okay, so understand, this is something that's been going on for years, things that have been experimented on, and it's real, people. It's 
real out here, and and, and as we proceed on, we proceed on, and people proceed on with their lives. They understand that this is something that the government is implementing right now. They're starting in with the kids, train them in school to do this, to live a life that they want your child to live, to get them into some type of social reform. And it's crazy because it's always planned. Now, the topic of mind control is an elaborate, multifaceted, and multi-layered. Okay, for the casual reader, it can quickly become a numbing, otherwise overwhelming, and the sense of creating a desire to exit the topic. But avoiding this subject is the most foolish thing you could possibly do since your only chance of surviving this hideous and insidious enslavement agenda, which today threatens virtually all of humanity, is to understand how it functions and take steps to reduce your vulnerability. The plan to create a mind-controlled worker society has been placed for a long time. The current technology grew out of experiments that the Nazis started before World War II and intensified during the time of the Nazis' concentration camps when an unlimited supply of children and adults were available for experimentation. We've heard about the inhumane medical experiments performed on concentration camp prisoners, but no word was ever mentioned by the media in the TV documentaries of the mind-controlled experiments. That was not to be divulged of the American public. Mind-controlled technologies can be broadly divided into two subsets, trauma-based and electric Based. The first phase of the government mind control development grew out of the old occult techniques, excuse me, which required the victim to be exposed to massive psychological and physical trauma, usually beginning in infancy in order to cause the psyche to shatter into a thousand altered personalities, which can then be separately programmed to perform any function or job that the programmer wishes to install. Each altered personality created is a separate, distinct from the front, the front personality. The front personality is unaware of the existence or activities of the altered personalities. Altered personalities can be brought to the surface by programmers or handlers using special codes usually stored in a laptop computer. The victim of mind control can also be affected by specific words or actions known as triggers. The second phase of mind control development was refined at the underground base below Fort Hero on Montauk, Long Island, and is referred to as the Montauk Project. The earliest adolescent victim was the Montauk style programming so-called Montauk Boys or program using trauma-based techniques but that method was eventually abandoned in favor of all electronic induction processes which can be installed in a matter of days or even hours instead of many years that it took to complete trauma-based methods. Dr. Minigel of Auschwitz Notoriety was the principal developer of the trauma-based Monarch Project and the CIA's MKUltra Mind Control Project. Minigel and approximately 5,000 other high-ranking Nazis were secretly moved to the United States and South America in the aftermath of World War II in the Operation Designed Paperclip. The Nazis continued their work in developing mind control and rocketry technology in the discreetly out of sight were busy in U.S. underground military facilities, which gradually became home to thousands upon thousands of kidnapped American children snatched off the street, about one million per year, and placed into iron bar cage stacked from floor to ceiling as part of the training. These children would be used to further refine and perfect men and girls' mind control technologies. Certain select children at least the ones who survived the training, would become future mind control slaves who could be used for thousands of different jobs, ranging anywhere from sexual slavery to assassination. A substantial amount portions of these children who were considered expendable were intentionally slaughtered in front of and by the other children in order to traumatize the selected trainee into total compliance and submission. 
the mind control programmed individuals. The lone gunmen that we hear about in assassination, assassination attempts, school shootings, and etc. are mind control individuals who have been programmed to carry out those missions. Ted Bundy, Son of Sam, serial killer David Berkowitz, Oswald, Timothy McVeigh, the Columbine shooters, Chapman, Saran Saran, etc. were mind control individuals who were programmed to perform these killings. Tens of thousands of young teenage boys were kidnapped and forced into mind control training programs called the Montauk Project starting around 1976. Al Bielik, under mind control, was involved in many areas of the secret Montauk project. After slowly recovering his memories beginning in the late 1980s, he came to realize that there were at least 250,000 mind-controlled Montauk boys produced at 25 different facilities similar to the underground base at Montauk, Long Island. Many of these boys would have become sleepers, who are individuals who are programmed to go into action at a later date when properly triggered to engage some sort of destructive or disruptive conduct. Other Montauk boys were woven into the fabric of mainstream American life as journalists, radio and TV personalities, businessmen, lawyers, medical professionals, judges, prosecutors, law enforcement, military men, etc. Now, the worldwide electric mind control via cell phone towers. The day is now approaching in which government mind control technology will be directed at you, your neighbors, and your loved ones. Every single day, equipment is being erected and installed in this country with the hidden purpose of exerting mind control over the entire population. Everywhere in this country and overseas, elf mind, mind, microwave excuse me, transmission towers are being erected. These antennas usually look like four slightly curved vertical plates about two feet in length and located in either three or four quadrants around the tower. Two-thirds of the ground, just look around and you'll see them, and you'll you'll also notice more of them going up once you begin to pay attention. No one is saying anything, but you're expected to presume that they're for cell phones. Do you really think that we need that much cell phone transmission capability every few blocks? Do you realize how very little energy is used by genuine cell phone usage, yet the towers are capable of putting out levels of power that exceed cell phone requirements by a wide range margin? These mind control technologies have been in place for a long time. It's not an accident that the frequency band chosen for cell phones used just happens to match the second order wave that Wilm writes discovered in the late 1940s to affect thought transmissions and allow the mind to be manipulated without the victim realizing it. Rice worked on this project secretly for the CIA for over five years from 1947 to 1952 until he realized who the CIA was planning to use the mind control on, the American people. He was outraged that he was deceived and used used for such a treacherous motive and swore never to cooperate with the CIA, FDA, etc. Again, Rice was covertly murdered in federal prison in 1957, just a few weeks before he was due to be released, having been in prison for two years on a trumped-up charge leading to contempt of court citation. He was reported to have a heart attack. He was strong as an ox. He was murdered two weeks before his parole board hearing. His last book written in prison was found to be missing after his death and never returned to his family. The method was discovered to disable these elf towers from exerting their mind control functions by placing a simple device known as an organ generator within a radius of 1,300 feet of these towers. These microwave towers are used in conjunction with the heart-based technology to not only affect subliminal mind control influence, but also control the weather. The creation of artificially induced drought conditions are also greatly influenced by the population reduction. Chemtrail spring operations would take place daily over the skies in America and in many other countries. Patrick Flanagan also recorded an interview with talk show host 
Jeff Rents on June 30, 2003, and offered important insight on how to counter electronic mind control being beamed to us from the electronic wiring within our homes and from our microwave towers, promising information that should be studied. His name is Bryce Taylor. Bryce Taylor is a pseudonym for Susan Ford, Ford, one of the highest level MK Ultra mind control victims to ever come forward and reveal her story. It took her nearly 13 years to recover the memories of every event she revealed in her book, Thanks for the Memories, published in May 1999. Her memories began to return sporadically, sporadic fragments in 1985 following a car accident that threw her through the windshield of her car after hitting a tree. It wasn't really an accident as much as a result of mind control programming, which compelled her to commit suicide, and she began to recover critical memories about her role as a top-level NSA CIA mind control asset who was used as a sex slave and a message or drug carrier for every president from Kennedy to Clinton. It was Henry Kissinger's personal secretary, human computer file storage, and retrieval for over 19 years. Her own handler was comedian Bob Hope, and she was loaned out to many famous and well-known entertainer personalities in order to oblige them to be beholding to and manipulated by Hope and his Illuminati pals so they could be used as work, worker bees to help usher in the Luciferian New World Order. Her book is probably the most revealing account to date of a well-known national personality in both politics and entertainment industry who are involved in the handling, programming, control, manipulation, and abuse of Illuminati government-created human robots like Bryce or other well-known celebrity mind control victims such as Barbara Streisand and Barbara Mandrell. The book's table of context alone will give you an idea of the incredible number of nationally known names that Bryce has been involved with from childhood into adulthood as a mind control slave. So in my opinion, thanks for the memories and two co-authored Illuminati formal books of Cisco Wheeler and Fritz Spermeyer, Spermeyer, Springmeyer are the three most important and revealing books in print on the subject of Illuminati mind control and should be read by every concerned and thinking human being on this planet for they reveal how the Illuminati mind control programs are accomplished and how they can be broken, allowing the victim to escape from its control. Now, I encourage you to examine the remarkable book Review of Thanks for the Memories, written by Yuri Dalbinko. Um, that's at www.educateyourself.org. Um, it's truly ironic and a perfect example of karmatic justice with a total recall of the mind control victim whose brain stemmed from scarred in order to produce photographic memories is now turned back on her abusers to reveal in the most exquisite and precise detail their despicable and monstrous conduct. Thanks for the Memories is a well-written book that gives you a front-row seat into the real-world activities of the secret government, the government that's really in charge behind the scenes. Those scenes being created by the mainstream media propaganda ministries whose job is to deceive you into thinking that the headline news cover story government is the real deal. And believe me, people, you know this we said on Third Eye Vision, it's not. It's an illusion from top to bottom. Now, it's a dog and pony show, all show, with no substance. The presidential election snafu and the intermin- interminable talk show debates, propaganda hacks like Rush Limbaugh, Sean Hannity, and all them other clowns, all designed to keep you preoccupied and bewildered from the steady enslavement and erosion of the constitutional- constitutionally guaranteed liberties that have taken place daily. The September 11th Act was planned and launched to provide an excuse for passing fascist totalitarian laws designed to enslave us and strip the populace of few remaining freedoms that we still enjoy. 
national ID smart cards that will contain your entire medical history, financial history, DNA information, etc., will be required to engage in any sort of normal consumer activity, like getting on a plane or even going from state to state. After military border guards become a common sense, common scene in this once freedom-loving land. Spend your cash now while you still have cash because soon all financial transactions will be conducted using plastic cards. And just like Nazi Germany, our people will be encouraged to report any suspicious activity of their neighbors. In fact, life in the United States will soon become a carbon copy of Nazi Germany of the late 1930s. Just a lot more high-tech and much more lethal. We will post articles below. Okay, people on the site, Third Eye Vision, where you can read. Um, and what is just the method, methodology of mind control and its strong connection to Satanism and Satanic rituals? That's where Al Billick has revealed a great deal of prime information on the government's secret mind control capabilities and plans in a underground, 1992 underground video made by Vladimir Tzitzky. Now you have Jason Cobo, Cosbo. Jason Cosbo wrote one of the most revealing exposés to date on secret government operations at, and the ultra-secret NSA mind control operations called Project Mannequin. While he reviews known specifics of government involvement with aliens, much of the information is new, especially with regards to U.K. underground convert operations. Subject to mind control programming from earliest childhood, he began to recover his memories about two years ago and continues deprogramming therapy to the present day. He first appeared on the Internet in 2007 trying to get the story out. But as, but as is often the case with high-level whistleblowers, he was besieged and verbally assaulted by the usual gaggle of conspiracy bloggers, blowhards who are ready to degenerate and dismiss anyone who has new and startling information. I saw the same thing happen to Bryce Taylor when she first came out with her book, Thanks for Memories, in the May 1999. It's a combination of idiot-hating bloggers and government disinfo smear artists who always reserve their most vicious attacks for those who come closest to the mark. Then you have Andy Pirro and Project Superman. Andy Pirro is a special case. He's the quintessential victim of unconscionable military government academic users who think they can take over innocent people's lives and then abuse them for their own purpose without regard to the right of that person to control the destiny of their own life. It allows the article below to tell Andy Pirro's story. But readers should understand that Andy was a typical, was as typical an American kid as you could get. He did nothing of his own accord to attract the abuse he was subjected to other than the fact that as a small child, he scored well on IQ tests and gained considerable athletic ability at an early age. Unfortunately for Andy, his father was a graduate of the Naval Academy, and this undoubtedly set the stage for Andy to be targeted and kept under surveillance by the military as he grew up. The military and the CIA had planned for Andy, and regardless of whether Andy liked it or not, he was going to be part of one of their special training programs. So you go check that out, Andy Pirro on Project Superman. So we have a whole bunch of projects going on right here. I'm going on out here right now where they're controlling people's minds and um, subjecting people to this mind control techniques. So um, also you have you have to really wake up people and understand that what's going on out here you have no control over, but you would rather know than not know what's going on. You know you got to actually keep yourself fully focused and aware. Because the enemy is running loose right now. Real rampant. You know, people's lives are being destroyed, believing in these false gods. 
You know, people running around believing everything that's told to them. People don't have no self no more. Everybody's the same. One program. So, you know, uh, and the thing like other show, my show and other shows such as like my show, you know, we are people that just live outside the box. We are people that understand what this is made of. You know, so we know that when we as kids, they were designing this structure. You know, it probably didn't work with us. You know, a lot of people it did work with, but some, you know, it didn't work because we was aware. We was reading the Illuminati books when people said the books wasn't real. Okay? It is what it is. Now, the more one researches mind control, the more one will come to the conclusion that there is a coordinated script that has been placed for a very long time with the goal to turn the human race into non-thinking automatons. For as long as man has been pursued, have been pursuing power, over the masses, mind control has been orchestrated by those who study human behavior in order to bend large populations to will of a small elite group. So today, we have entered a perilous phase where mind control has taken on a physical scientific dimension that threatens to become a permanent state if we do not become aware of the tools at the disposal of the technocrat dictatorship unfolding on a worldwide scale. And understand it. People, it's a worldwide scale. It's bigger than one president. It's bigger than whatever one prime minister. All right. My modern day mind control is both technological and psychological, like we spoke on before. Tests show that simply by exposing the method of mind control, the effects can be reduced or eliminated, at least for mind control, averting, and propaganda. More difficult to counter are the physical intrusions which the military industrial complex continues to develop and improve on. One. The ten modern methods. Number one is the education. This is the most obvious, yet still remains the most <clears throat> insidious. It has also always been a, a would-be <clears throat> dictator's ultimate fantasy to educate naturally impressionable children. Thus, it has been a central component to communist and fascist tyrannies throughout history. No one has been more instrumental in exposing the agenda of modern education in Charlotte, Isobite. And we spoke on that previously, and you can research that book as we spoke on before, The Delivery Dumbing Down of America, which lays bare the role of globalist foundations in shaping a future intended to produce several drones lorded over by a fully educated aware elite class. Excuse me. Two, advertising and propaganda. Edward Bernays has been cited as the inventor of the consumerist culture that was designed primarily to target people's self-image in order to turn a want into a need. This was initially envisioned for products such as cigarettes, for example. Um, however, Burns also noted in his book, 1928 book, Propaganda, that propaganda is the executive arm of the invisible government. This can be seen most clearly in the modern police state and the growing citizen snitch culture wrapped up in the pseudo-patriotic war on terror. The increasing consolidation of the media has enabled the entire corporate structures to merge with government, which now utilizes the concept of propaganda placement. Media, print, movies, television, and cable news can now work seamlessly to integrate an overall message which seems to have the ring of truth because it comes from so many sources simultaneously. <clears throat> when one becomes attuned to identifying the main message, or one will see the imprinting everywhere. And this is not 
even to mention subliminal messaging. See, they attack your subliminal on a frequency that you don't even understand because you're not aware. You're asleep. Then you have number three, the predictive programming. Many still deny that predictive programming is real. All right, we would invite you, anyone to examine the range of documentation put together by Alan Watt and come to any other conclusion. Predictive programming has its origins in predominantly elitist Hollywood, where the big screen can offer a big vision of where society is headed. Just look back at the books and movies which you thought were far-fetched or science fiction and take a close look around the society today. For a detailed breakdown of specific examples, Vigilant Citizen is a great resource that will probably make you look at entertainment in a completely different light. Number four is sports, politics, and religion. Some might think of offense at seeing religion or even politics put alongside sports as a method of mind control. The central theme is the same throughout divide and conquer. The techniques are quite simple. Short-circuit the natural tendency of people to cooperate for their survival and teach them to form teams bent on domination and winning. Sports has always had a role as a key distraction that corrals tribal tendencies into a non-important event which in modern America has reached ridiculous proportions where protests will break out over a sports celebrity leaving their city. But essentially human issues such as liberty are giggled away as inconsequential. Pol- political discourse is strictly in a left-right paradigm of easily controlled opposition, while religion is the backdrop of nearly every war throughout history. Number five is food, water, and air. Addictives, toxins, and other food poisons literally alter brain's chemistry to create docility and apathy. Fluoride in drinking water has been proven to lower IQ. Aspartame and MSGs are ex- ex- exotoxins which excite brain cells until they die. An easy access to fast food that contains these poisonous general, generally has created a population that lacks focus and motivation for any type of active lifestyle. Most of the modern world is perfectly grown for passive receptiveness and acceptance of the dictatorial elite. And if you choose to diligently watch your diet, they are fully prepared to spray the population from the above. Six, drugs. This can be an additive substance, but the mission of mind controllers is to be sure you are addicted to something. One major arm of mind control agenda is psychiatry, which aims to define all people by their disorders as opposed to their human potential. This was foreshadowed in the books such as Brave New World. Today it has been taken to even further extremes as a medical tyranny has taken hold where nearly everyone who has some type of disorder, particularly those who question authority. The use of nerve drugs in the military has led to record numbers of suicides. Worst of all, the modern drug state now has over 25% of U.S. children on mind-numbing medication. Number seven, military testing. The military has a long history as the testing ground for mind control. The military mind is perhaps the most malleable, as these who pursue life in the military generally resonate to the structure of hierarchy, control, and the need for unchallenged obedience to a mission. For the increasing number of military personnel questioning and indoctrination, a recent story highlighted DARPA's plan for transcreening transcranial mind control helmets that will help them focus. Number eight, electromagnetic spectrum. An electromagnetic soup envelopes us all, charged by the modern devices of convenience, which have been shown to have a direct impact of the brain functions. In the tacit admissions of of what was possible, one researcher has been working with a guard helmet to induce visions by altering the electromagnetic field of the brain. Our modern soup has had us persuasively 
bathed by politically mind-altering waves, while a wide range of possibilities such as cell phone towers is now available to the would-be mind controllers for more direct intervention. Number nine, television, computer, and flicker rate. It's bad enough that what is programmed on your TV access via remote is engineered. It's all made easier by literally lulling you to sleep, making it a psycho social weapon. Flicker rate tests show that the alpha brain waves are also producing a type of hypnosis, which doesn't pertain well for the latest revelations that lights can transmit coded internet data by flicking faster than the eye can see. The computer flicker rate is less. But though video games and social networks and basic structures which overload the brain with information, the raised pace of modern communication induces the ADHD state. A study of the video games revealed that the extent play can result in lower blood flow to the brain, sapping emotional control. Furthermore, role-playing games of life-like war and police state scenarios serve as a synthesizing connection to reality. One look at the Wiki's leak collateral murder should be familiar to anyone who has seen a game like Call of Duty. 10. is nanobots. From science fiction harvest directly to the modern brain, nanobots are on the way. Direct brain modification always already has been packaged as neuroengineering. A wide article from early 2009 highlighted that direct brain manipulation via fiber optics is a bit messy, but once installed, it can make some happy, someone happy with the press of a button. Nanobots take the process to an automated level, rewiring the brain molecule by molecule. Worse, these many joys can self-replicate, forcing one to wonder how these genies will ever get back in a bottle once unleashed. All right, expect that in 2020. A concerted effort is underway to manage and predict human behavior so that the social scientists and the dictatorial elite can control the masses and protect themselves from the fallout of a fully awake free humanity. Only by waking up to the attempts to put us to sleep do we stand a chance of preserving our free will. People, it is not a game. They are not playing with us. They want us out of here. Alright? And you know, you think about it. You work every day, hard every day. Ask yourself, what do you have to show for it? Everybody, what do you have to show for the time that you spend working for Mr. Whoever? What do you have to show for it? You know, and and you have to wonder why are they doing this? Why population control? Wake up, people. There's too many people on this earth. only way they could do it is kill us through the food or kill you through the food, kill you through the drink of water. And that's it. And that's it. And you can stop it if you try. That's up to you. It's all up to you to stop the madness. And and you should just have to think about it. What do you want to do? Do you want to live? Do you want somebody to kill you off? Do you want to be killed off for nothing? I don't think anybody want to be killed off. I'm just saying, like, it's crazy when you think about it. Like, why would your government do that? Now, let's proceed on down the line. Yeah, I got five creepy forms of mind control <clears throat> that's exposed to you daily. One of our favorite subjects is the way marketing can be used in psychology to manipulate you doing anything they, anything they want you to do. All right, the brainwashing is, strong, is a very strong word. 
All right, people? So we know what you're thinking already. I know what you're thinking. You're far too cynical to fall for the ads. You fast-forward through on with your DVR or the little tricks employed by marketers or politicians to push your subconscious buttons. But you, are you sure? Because science has found... I remember when Neo got to choose between the red pill and the blue pill. The blue pill would have put him back in the, back to sleep in a fake world of cubicles and stakes in the Matrix where the red pill would, would wake him up to the real world in this industrial womb factory. You probably just chalked that scene to an, up to another case of Hollywood turning a complicated, a complicated situation into a simplistic metaphor. What you probably don't didn't realize is that you're living out your own little matrix scenario every time you go to a pharmacy. And you, what did you notice how the red pill would let Neo wake up to the real world, but the blue pill would let him stay asleep in the dream world? Now go to your pharmacy. What color, what color are all of the sleeping pills? Think about it. Blue, blue, and blue. If not the package, then the pill itself. That's no coincidence. Research that found the color of the pill makes a difference in how it works. In one study, every patient was given the exact same you know, sedative. But some patients received it in a blue pill and others in an orange pill. The blue pill takers reported falling asleep 30 minutes faster than the sleeping, 30 minutes longer than the orange pill takers. Now, what the hell is that yet another weird manifestation of the placebo effect? You probably already know that you can give a guy with a headache a tic-tac and tell him it's medicine. There's a good chance it will fix his headache just like an aspirin would for reasons scientists doesn't completely understand well. And it turns out that... Already illogical and somewhat insane phenomenon is also affected by the color of the pill. The reason is how you perceive effectiveness affects effectiveness. And when it comes to stuff you consume, color matters. So in different experiments, subjects were told that they were going to get a sedative or a stimulant, when in fact they were given neither. All of the pills were placebos. Yet 66% of the subjects who took the blue pill reported feeling less alert compared to only 26 of those who took pills that because we've been trained to think that blue is sleep. That's you associate that with sleep. Now, in different studies, when research for various fake medicine packages in front of subjects, the subjects pick certain colors of boxes over others. Warm colors like brown and red were perceived as more potent, especially if the shades were darker. Green and yellow, on the other hand, might as well have been 7-Up flavored Tic Tacs as far as the subjects were concerned. And this is why heart medicine are often red and brown, while skin medicines are yellow and sleeping pills are often blue and green. Painkillers, on the other hand, are often white, maybe to remind us of opium. So you got to think, is that why? Well, it gets a little stupider. Color associations are also cultural. Maybe in America, blue is a calming, peaceful color, but Italy is associated with national soccer team. So Reacher's firm found out that rather than making uh, you drowsy, a blue pill was sending the Italian man screaming and singing and riding into the night. Now, when's the last time you bought flowers at a grocery store? Never. Yet, when you walk through the door at most grocery chains, what's the first thing you see? Here's this right inside. If you go to the site, you'll see I have pictures of a whole food when you walk in. There are grocery stores. People are there to buy food. Why would they lead off with a fringe product that's 99% of the shoppers probably won't ever look at? 
It has to do with the subtle science of mind control, known as priming. Yes, it's entirely possible to manipulate people into certain behaviors without them knowing it. We're not talking about subliminal suggestions. The disapproving gimmick that claimed it could be make people buy products by inserting hidden messages in movies. No, the real technique is printing. It's as sinister as a widowless white van at a playground. Okay, so you yeah, that it, it's real, and you think it's not. So you run around thinking that somebody's gonna save you. Some spoof gonna come down and save you. You need to believe in the truth, true and living, not the pagan god. All right. So once again, I would like to say, people, thank you for coming out and supporting the show. Um, you know, you always spoke politically incorrect third eye vision. Thank you for the support, people. You know how we do. We keep it funky. We are the past. We are the present. We are the future. And we out. The ballot, or it'll be the vote. It'll be liberty, or it'll be death. And if you're not ready to pay that price, don't use the word freedom in your vocabulary. We want to have just an off the cuff chat between you and me. Uh, we want to talk right down to earth in a language that everybody here can easily understand. So, 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 so,